This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey, dog lovers. This is Have Dog Will Travel, and I am Josh Henry here with our special guest, Brian Beagle. Brian, say hello. Hello, everybody. We're at Tucker Brewing Company in Tucker, Georgia, and they're having a dog-themed trivia night. So we're here talking to folks about their uh, their favorite places to take their dogs, what kind of dogs they have, and all that kind of stuff. And Brian seemed like the uh, likeliest choice for a, for a guest host. Christy's out of town. Her, her, her big girl job, she got a promotion, and so she's out doing some fancy things in Colorado. And uh, Brian's last name is Beagle, so it just seemed... It's a natural, you know, selection. Yeah, it's just a perfect fit. Yeah, happy second place, you know, <laughs> so happy to be here. So, Brian, tell us a bit more about you. Are you a dog owner? Uh, yeah, I've pretty, pretty much been a dog owner my whole life. Okay, so you grew up with dogs. Yeah, I remember my first dog, uh, my dad's favorite dog, right? His, the dog's name was Puff. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It was a, a they yellow, could go a number of ways. A yellow that, lab, you know, from. but yeah. Well, my dad, you know, he was a, he was a child of the 60s. So. <laughs> something, I, of a, something of an old hippie. Yeah, I remember a, a big yellow lab that was bigger than me. It was just a great, great dog, you know? Nice. So and you, then I had a dog named Blitz uh-huh. when I was a kid, a chocolate lab. Okay. And he was a hunting dog. Blitz. Yeah, so he was a super smart hunting dog. I trained him off this this book called Water Dog, uh-huh. which there's a version of, another version of that book <coughs> called Family Dog. And... It's an awesome book to train your dog with. You don't have to have a hunting dog or anything. But Wait, no so matter, you read this book yes, and learned to when train I was a kid, your dog to be a hunting dog? Yes, so I, I, I could go around the house and go walk all the way around the house, and my dog would still be sitting waiting for me, even though it was a puppy. But if you, it doesn't matter what kind of dog. If you get this book, Family Dog, it can really help you. So that's one nice thing to know. Like, it doesn't matter what kind of... It's a neat, dog, neat uh, book to help train your dog. Family Dog. Family Dog. All right. Anyway. And you have and you have dogs now. I do. Uh, so my girlfriend Carrie, when she moved in, I inherited her two dogs, uh, Abby and Sophie, and they're pit mixes, and they're the, the sweetest, nicest dogs. Um, they're hilarious. I actually call them hogs because they kind of take up a little bit of everything, and, yeah. and it's really, really awesome. Nice. But yeah, I actually, uh, I had uh, my dog Blitz. I had him, uh, his sperm frozen on ice uh, when he was twelve. I don't want to know how you got it. Do oh I, yeah, well I, my dad is a farm, right? And okay. so we have a we have a vet that comes uh-huh. down and and he works with the, the insemination with the larger animals. But so for our dog, we have this champion dog, this amazing dog named Blitz, right? Yeah. And so he offered to oh he said we can freeze the sperm, but he's twelve, so he said you know his boys may not be swimming, right? Right. And I was like oh okay, so so I took him to the vet one day and dropped him off, and naturally I went over to Chick Fil A and and I waited for the call. <laughs> To see if it was going to be a positive or negative, to see if his boys were still swimming. Just see you showing and, and the very first thing, the very first thing, yeah, you know, having like, like frosted lemonade, you know. And the very first thing, the the vet called and he said, "Well, I'm very impressed." <laughs> and it was hilarious because for the first time ever, it was appropriate for me to just stand up and go, "There's, it's my dog. That's my dog." <laughs> and that's true. That's a true story. So, oh, I believe it. For like twelve it. years, my dog's sperm was on ice, and we ended up not doing it uh, just, just because. It. That's crazy. We held on to it for twelve years. But you know, and, you know maybe we that some, we need some room in the freezer. Let's toss. No, no, we didn't keep it ourselves. You know, <laughs> it wasn't next to the icy pops or anything. <laughs> maybe that story was true. Maybe it wasn't. I, I just used to believe it's true because I I like it. That's a <laughs> that's a fun it's, one. It's true. Ah! So the uh, there's an Atlanta United game on. So in addition to the dog dog trivia, 
people are kind of going apeshit. Goal! <laughs> they scored right then. Go! Right Atlanta at the United. end of the story. But uh, so that's an awesome story. So the dogs you guys have now, do you travel with them or do you take them places? Oh yeah, they really they go everywhere with us. You know, it's family. They're they're like family. So have you had so any- they take us places pretty much. Yeah, nice. Have you had any big trips with them yet? We we went uh, on a ski trip last year. Uh, they didn't go skiing themselves, but we went up to North Carolina to Cataloochee, and they uh, they stayed at the cabin and you know went all through the snow while we were out skiing. It was it was pretty funny to watch them do that. Nice. But they're 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 uh, the do- they've lived all over the country, so yeah, they're they're pretty neat. We have visitors right now. They're tugging on, on our dog. Yeah, Stella's tail is kicking the crap out of the microphone stand. So if that's uh, if you're hearing that, that's what that is. That was my tail, Josh. <laughs> so if you could take the pups anywhere in the world, where would you take them and why? All right, I'm gonna say Hawaii because that's like, they would love that place so much. And this is really curious. I'm curious to see when Carrie shows up, when my girlfriend Carrie shows up, if she says Hawaii too. Yeah. So you have to ask her that okay. question. Okay, we will. And let's see what she says. Do they do well in the car on the road trips? Oh yeah, yeah. Chill? Yeah, they're both 11 years old, but they're really healthy. She, you know, she scrapes their teeth and everything, and nice. really like she's a good dog really, mom. Oh my gosh, we're we're we keep them young, you know. So uh, yeah, they travel really well. They're they're really funny dogs. Nice, that's awesome. What's your favorite place in the Atlanta area to take your dogs? Peachtree Hills Park is this neat little park, and it's not technically an off-leash park, but um. People let their dogs run around outside the fence there, and it's a really neat spot. It's almost like the dogs know each other there, so every dog that comes there is really comfortable, and every owner is really comfortable with just letting their dogs run around. I think we just scored again. Goal! Anyway. Even Stella's excited. So Stella agrees. But there's so, the Chattahoochee, you know, all along, there's so many great trails and so many great places along... uh, you know, even Morningside, there's a little park there. Um, there's all kinds of great places to take your dog. Yeah, Atlanta's a really great dog-friendly city, generally speaking. You know, there's a lot of a lot of green space where dogs are welcome. And generally speaking, in most restaurants and bars that have a patio, at least let the dog on the patio. Yeah, Treehouse Lounge, that's one of the best places to take your dogs in Atlanta. It's this hidden spot in Buckhead, in, in the middle of the, like, kind of the forest in Buckhead. Uh, you would never expect it. Um, and it's a great spot that allows dogs there, too. Nice. Yeah. Well, thanks, Brian. Any other crazy dog stories you'd like to share? No, no. That, you know, I enjoyed it. <laughs> All right. Thanks a bunch. All right. So tell us your name and tell us uh, about your dogs. So my name is Kelly, and this is Addie Kate. She Hi, turns Addie. six months this week. Cutie. And we have a pit bull mix at home that was rescued from Panama City, Florida. My husband was on spring break of all things in college and came home with a puppy that probably should not have been away from its mom that young. (laughs) He claims he could carry him in his pocket under the shorts. And we're lucky that we had five nieces and nephews that he's been around. So when Addie Kate came along six months ago, he was already a natural at being around babies and being very gentle and sweet with them. So what? what's your pup's name? Chongo. Chongo, it's a boy? It's a boy. Nice. So how long you guys, how long have y'all had Chongo? 
Eight years. Eight years. All right. And do you travel with Chongo? Chongo goes everywhere with us. Yeah? That's awesome. He actually goes to work every day with my husband. Really? What yeah. does your husband do for work? He and his family started a family business up in Buford, so he is their shop mascot. Okay. That's all. That's fantastic. And uh, there's so much pandemonium going on. Um, what, like, where's your favorite place that you've ever taken Chongo? Oh my goodness. Probably the lake. He loves going to the lake. Which lake? Uh, what, what's the one up in Lanier? Okay, yeah, like Lanier up in like the Gainesville, Hall yeah. County area. Yeah. Perfect. And if you have you ever done any big, long road trips or um, outside of the state trips with Chonga? Um, he goes to the mountains with us sometimes. Yeah, that's about it. He likes to hike. He does well. Yeah, does well in the car. He uh, we put we uh, flip the seats down in the jeep and put his bed in there, and he just lays he down in his bed. Here and find the bears. That is very true. <laughs> it's a bear hunter. We he did uh, go missing one day when we were in the mountains. We always just let him out the back door. We don't have to worry because he always comes back. But this time he didn't, so we had to go hunting for him. Oh, very important. Chongo does not live on a leash at all. Yeah, yeah? He, he's never on a leash. He's such a good dog that if you tell him to come here or stop, he immediately listens and. That's awesome. Come That's great. Back. Well, yeah, I mean, I I think Stella's getting there because <laughs> she's certainly sweet enough. But if she wasn't leashed right now, she'd probably be in everyone's business here. There's a lot going on. This yeah. would, this takes a lot of training to be able to handle the situation. I'm an adult, and I'm, like, looking around at everything. Yeah, overwhelmed. <laughs> you know, overwhelmed. Well, if you guys could take Chongo anywhere in the world, where would you take him and why? Ooh. I'd love to see him in snow. Yeah. So somewhere with snow, I would say. Okay. He hasn't had a chance to, he hasn't caught any of the snows that have hit Georgia? Um, I think once. And that's about it. He's, he's been in the snow a couple of times and really, really enjoys it, but it's real foreign to him the first time as most Georgians and it's foreign to Right, yeah. He's lived his whole life in Georgia, I take it. Yes. Yeah. So snow's definitely a big deal. Central to northern Georgia, pretty much where he's been around. And is this your first time at Tucker Brewing Company? Not at all. We come here quite often. Yeah, you're right, your regulars she, here? I think Addie came when the first time when she was about seven weeks old. Okay. <laughs> so nice. Our used to get out of the house. Excellent. And play with other dogs. Well, it was a pleasure talking to y'all, and thank you so much. Not a problem. It was nice meeting with you, Nice too. to meet you, Addie Kate. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, so tell us your name and your dog. <laughs> tell us about your dog. My name is Monty. My dog's name is Moxie. She's a beautiful golden retriever. She's two and a half, and I take her just about everywhere I possibly can. Okay. I take her to Tucker Brewery. I take her to Fetch Park in uh, Atlanta, uh -huh. where she gets to roam around with other dogs, and Mom gets to have some suds. <laughs> and uh, I take her swimming. My friends have pools, and they all let her come swimming. She's she a big swimmer. Swim. She loves to swim. Nice. Uh, we go camping. Uh, we go hiking. Okay. Um, I take her to people's houses for birthday parties, and a lot of times if I show up with other people, will get upset that I didn't bring her because she's very well behaved. Sure. Um, her mom and dad and her brother belong to some friends of mine in Dahlonega, so we all go camping together. Okay. So they all get to hang out together with her parents and her siblings. So that's fun. Um, she's your ride and die pup. She's, pretty she's much, always at your side. Yeah, Love it. It's just me and her, and so, uh, yeah. So tell, I want to talk a bit more about the camping. Uh, tell me a bit... You know, we haven't really had a chance on the podcast thus far to discuss camping with your dog. And I've taken uh, Stella on a camping trip. 
But we haven't really talked about it. Do you have any tips that you would like to share with our audience we about typically have and dogs? A, yeah, we typically have an outdoor rug, and then we put what we call an X-pen around so that uh-huh. the dogs can lay around in the shade and not have to be, and they can be near everybody because they typically have to be on a leash. But at least you have them in a pen, and they can be free to roam around. Sure. And they get to enjoy the outdoors like everybody else and not be on a leash. Um, always take lots of food and water, obviously. Um, and, you know, keep them cool, but watch for ticks and... Uh, just other people that that don't take care of their dogs or and always of course pick up after your dogs of course yeah um, wherever you go you would think it's obvious but unfortunately it really is and typically that's what ruins it for those of us who do like beaches some i take her to the beach uh we've been to st augustine Uh, i have a place at tybee and we go down there but she's not allowed on the beach at tybee because other people didn't pick up after their dogs so People now always ruin for everyone else. If you're seen on the beach with your dog, it used to be $200. Now it's $1,000 wow. if you have your dog on the beach down there. So, uh, yeah, always pick up after your dog. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The ticks are important, too. You know, people, I think, especially in the city, don't realize when they go. Because I grew up in the country, so it's kind of second nature to me. But I think when people are, you know, from the city and they go up to, you know, Blue Ridge or wherever and they go camping, they forget about the tick situation. Right. You know, and so my mom still lives up in North Georgia. And when I take uh, Stella there... I got to watch, and the one, I think after the first time I took her there as a bigger pup, and she was running around. I gave her a bath that night, and literally there was three ticks that I found on her. So you know, you got to you got to be aware that that's a thing, and that can make them very sick as sure. as well. Yeah, you have to check them. You have to roll them over, check them, check under their thighs and their, their legs, and their under ears, ears. Yep. All that. All that. Well, if you could take uh, Moxie anywhere in the world, where would you take her, and why? Probably take her to Ireland. Okay. Because I figure there's probably some pubs there we could go inside and drink beer. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Europe, it turns out, is really generally very dog friendly. Is it? There are actually yeah. restaurants you can take your dog in off leash. You can sit at the table yeah, like a regular person. And just, yeah, yes. We're getting there agree. slowly around in some areas, but more people are and more places are becoming more dog friendly and having outdoor areas where you can at least bring your dog. Because, you know, for a lot of us, uh, they're our children. Absolutely. And uh, we like to, I don't like to leave her at home. Yep. That's their, they're, they're, if they're not, even for people that have children, which, you know, I don't like, she's my baby girl, but, right. you know, they're still family. Absolutely. And more and more Absolutely. people that we talk to have that same sentiment uh, as far as business owners that, well, we want you to bring your family here and this will place be a place you can all enjoy. So why yes. would we not welcome dogs? Where so. I work now, I'm allowed to take her on Saturdays when I work. She goes with me to work. That's great. And, uh, yep. yeah, what a blessing. So. Uh, what is? Do you have a favorite place in this area that you like to take her? Probably Fetch Park. Yeah. Would be my you would favorite. think we've been in touch with them and we are trying to uh, work out a, an episode with them, but we still haven't been able to get over there and talk to the folks at Fetch. But yeah, <laughs> over really nice. and over and over, someone mentions Fetch, yeah, so it's it's, nice. it's almost becoming a running joke. It's a brilliant idea. Yeah. It's a really oh, brilliant yeah. idea. And they, really did well. cool they did it well. They did it right. Yeah. yeah. They did it right. We'll get there for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for talking sure. to us. I appreciate it. It was lovely yeah. to meet you. You're welcome. Have fun. So tell us your name. Karen. How's it going? It's good. How about you? I'm well, thank you. You have four dogs. I do. Tell me about them. They're crazy. <laughs> Is that, uh, what are their names? We have Stitch and Scooter and Prince and Cinny. So which is the wildest of the four? Probably Cinny. Why and why, why would you say that? She's a pit bull and she's just crazy. <laughs> so tell me about your dogs. Where did you get them? You know, what's their story? Pretty much all of them are rescues that we have found in various places and couldn't find their owners. Uh-huh. So we kept them. <laughs> wow, those are the most grateful kind. Yeah. And um, so, and how old are your dogs? They are six, eight, eight and ten. You're, and you're here in Atlanta? Mm-hmm. 
right here in Tucker. What's your favorite place to take the dogs? Um, I only take like one at a time. Cause Why do you laugh? Is that? <laughs> because I don't take them in any places. You at have all. an awesome laugh. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll take them to like events like Tucker Days or uh -huh. I thought about bringing one tonight but then I decided not to. So what's Tucker Days? Why is that a special thing to take the dogs it's to? Just, it's, they have vendors that sell crafts and stuff and people bring their dogs and just walk up and down Main Street. That's fun. Do you travel with them? No. Not at all? No. Okay. Uh, okay, if you could take your dogs anywhere in the world, where would you take them? Probably to the beach. To the beach? So which, which one specifically? Um, I t we tend to go to Folly Beach outside of Charleston. That's fun. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, okay. And what's your wildest dog story? So what's your the wackiest thing your dogs have ever done? We had a dog one time that loved paper towels to eat them. Uh-huh. And one night my husband looked and he had a paper towel hanging out his butt. So my husband pulled it and another one popped out. It was the selectasized ones. Wow. So that was kind of crazy. <laughs> Wow, your dog was an active paper towel roll holder. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Amazing. Last question, did your husband wipe his hands with the paper towel? No. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Tell us your name. Melissa Smith. Tell us about your dogs, first with uh, their names, please. My dog is Bear. Tell us about Bear. Bear has a suede coat. A suede coat? Suede. He's suede colored. So is he always uh, suave in his suede coat? No, he coat? is not suave. He is undisciplined. Okay. What kind of dog is Bear? He, his mother is not talking. Okay. Um, and uh, tell me about him. What's his story? Where did he come from? Well, when I was working at the middle school, the librarian had puppies at home. And she posted pictures of the puppies and everybody saw them. And my daughter said, can we go look at the puppies? And my husband said, you don't go to look at puppies. We can go pick out a puppy. So we went out and we picked out a puppy. Do you travel with Bear? I do travel with Bear. Where do y'all go? We come here. to the. Ooh. We come to the Tucker Brewery. We go to the mountains. Which uh, which beer is his favorite here at the brewery? He, he's a water guy. Oh, he is? Okay. Yeah, he's, he's into water. Okay. So, uh, so where, where do you take him in the mountains? Uh, I have a house up in the mountains. Okay. If he could, where's his favorite spot in the world? By my bed. Okay. Um, if you could take him anywhere in the world, where would you where would you and Bear adventure to? No, he just goes with me. I teach at the high school, so I take him to tennis matches and, you know, wherever I can. I can't take him into the stadiums, but. How is he with tennis balls? Is he a freak he, about them? He's, he's not really interested in the tennis balls. He's interested in the tennis snacks. Uh, I see. Yeah. I see. Well, that's why I played tennis, for the yeah. snacks. Yeah, yeah. He, he's into the snacks. Of course. What's the wildest thing that Bear has ever done? Uh, I baked a loaf of bread and left it on the island to cool. And it was in the middle of the island. And he was not full grown yet. And when I came back, the loaf pan was very neatly placed on the floor. And it was really clean. And the other dog, who's now deceased, the other dog was in the corner and he was like, I told him not to do it. Right. I told him, I told him not to do it. Why, why do you, why is it that we can always tell which dog did it? Because he's guilty. Yeah. He's guilty. Yeah. He's, I mean, because when you say someone ate the bread, 
He goes, I, 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 I ate it. Are you sure it wasn't because he wasn't laying there like a python oh, no, with no, a, no, no, no. He can a loaf eat, inside? No, 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 no. He has no trouble eating that. And I he see. He could eat several more. It'd be no problem. Well, it sounds like you make good bread. Yeah, yeah. So but the other dog was pretty clear about it. He's like, I, I told him. I told him to stay off the counter. I did. How do you get his name? He looks like a bear. Mm-hmm. Well, signing off. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, thanks for chatting with us. Tell us your name. Carrie Mosco. And Carrie, tell us about your dogs. I have two dogs. They are both rescues and both mixed breeds. Okay, and do you travel with your dogs? Do you take them places? Yeah, I take them a lot of places. And not only do I travel with them, like they live with me in North Carolina, New Jersey, Los Angeles, North Carolina again, and Atlanta. Oh, wow. So they've, they've covered some ground with you. Yes, like they have driven across the country with me. Do you feel, this is an interesting, I don't think I've had an opportunity to ask this question. Do you feel like the dog owning experience has been different in state to state in any significant way? Like, is it, would you say, oh, it's so much better in Georgia or it was so much better in Los Angeles or anything like that? You know, I do feel like in LA it was extremely dog friendly and maybe because there's so many restaurants because the weather's nice year round that dogs are welcome and of the hiking. I went hiking with my dogs all the time so it was very social. I've also found in Atlanta that there are a lot of dog friendly places too though. Sure, a lot of green spaces and parks and stuff in Atlanta mm-hmm. which is like, like more than average for a city <laughs> I feel like in, in Atlanta. Yeah, and that's my favorite thing about Atlanta. I didn't realize that I was going to really like that here, that I can live in a city and be surrounded by parks and have a lot of trees, which is nice for me and the dogs. Is there a place you've lived where you think, kind of sucks for as far as dogs? Yeah, up north for sure. Really? But Abby and Sophie, they were puppies then. And then when we lived in New Jersey. Sorry, sorry. Whenever it would snow in New Jersey, they really loved it. Yeah? They did. They would get really excited and run around in the apartment that I was in, in the courtyard and play, but it was, that's definitely the least friendly place for a dog out of everywhere I've lived. I would imagine that has to do with because it's so, con- like, it's, I guess, more condensed, you know? Everything seems closer and tighter up north. It's- definitely. And, you know, I didn't notice it when I lived there, but when I moved away, the air is not as fresh either oh, yeah. as it is sure. at other places. And when I've gone back to visit, I've noticed that. I'm like, oh, there's definitely fresher air down south. Or <laughs> yeah, no, that makes total sense. Do you, do you, have you gone on like vacations with your dogs? To the beach for sure. I'm trying to think. I haven't like been flown with them anywhere on a vacation, um, but to the beach or to the lake and, and it's fun. You know, they enjoy the water as much as I do and I'm slightly attached to them. So it's comforting to have They're them They're babies, there. right? They're my babies, yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's nice for me to have some separation, just I guess like when people have kids, the same thing, but. <laughs> Absolutely, it's just reasonable. Or from more significant others or from whatever. Yeah. Like, sometimes you just need a damn break. Yeah. From whatever it is, I get it. Um, now, is there anything that, any kind of crazy stories that have come from these trips, anything or anything that has happened that's like a great lesson learned you want to share from these experiences, either the places you've lived or the trips you've gone with your dogs? You know, I've definitely, I can't think about a particular trip, but when I was traveling across the country, 
I would not always have an option of a dog-friendly hotel to stay in. Right. So I would sneak them in the side door of some places and and have them spend the night. And I was only there to sleep, so it wasn't that big of an issue. But I remember, you know, sneaking around. And I do remember at one place, and it was one of those outdoor, I guess it's a motel, and two of the maids saw me and they were like chasing me out. And, and, and then I like freaked out and I think I like locked myself in the room for a few minutes and I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, the worst thing that can happen is they're going to charge me a fee. Right. But I do particularly remembering being really scared and not knowing what to do because I got busted. <laughs> yeah, the, the hard part of that is you can't control the barking. I, 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 I did the same thing with Stella once where I, I was staying at some hotel and I snuck her in the side door, got her up to my room because I just went up the stairwell, didn't take the elevator. But then I had to leave, and I knew I had to leave her there. And I left her in the bathroom. I'm like, if she starts barking, there's just nothing. I'm just busted. Right. And now I do think that there are more dog-friendly hotels than there have been in the past. Like, I do think it's more of a common thing. So if you are traveling, most likely, unless it's in a remote area, you'll probably be able to find somewhere. They're like, yeah, we accept dogs. That's one of the things that we're finding is a lot of places are more and more becoming dog-friendly. And I think because dogs are becoming more and more such a part of our families, that they're realizing, well, if we want these people to come here, they need to be able to bring their dogs, you know? mm-hmm. which is great, <laughs> which is a beautiful thing. Yeah, I think it's awesome. I'm totally, you know, I'm totally into that. Now, if you didn't have to worry about how you get there or any of the, that kind of stuff, what, if you go anywhere in the world with your dogs, where would you take them and why? I love Hawaii, and I would want to go back in a heartbeat. Yeah. And- <laughs> And I would love to have them in Hawaii. When I visited there before I moved away from Los Angeles, that was on my bucket list since I was closer. And my dogs stayed in my apartment in LA. And if I didn't have to go back and get my dogs, I would have sublet my room and stayed in Hawaii for six months. Like there's hiking there. They could go to the beach on the off season. The waves aren't big. So my dogs love the water. And it's just a really, it's a really beautiful place. Which island did you go to? I was um, near Sunset Beach. Thing. That's where's the what's it called the biggest wave in Hawaii? Where like the pipeline? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. was staying really close to pop- That's pipeline. That's Maui, isn't it? So yeah, I'm trying I to remember Maui. Maui. Yeah, so I was in Maui and staying. I think that's near Sunset Beach. I had a friend that had a house there, and I hiked wherever they filmed some scenes of Jurassic Park, like one of the Jurassic Parks. And um, I when I went paddleboarding, I saw turtles that were bigger than my 12 foot paddleboard. It was crazy. <laughs> that's so, awesome. I only, I've only been to Hawaii once, and it was the big island, and that was the place I would love to take Stella because there was such a phenomenal variety of landscape. I mean, you could go to the beach, and then a rainforest, and then on the top of the, uh, this one volcano where it's like Arctic up there, all in the same day. It was really phenomenal. So I think she would really dig getting to, you know, be in all those different environments, and God knows the different smells, you know, that she'd get to... Yeah. Get to, get to experience in a day. We'll have to work that out when we get a private plane. Yeah. That we can take our dogs on board. Yeah. <laughs> and so one final question. You said both your dogs are pit mixes. Mm-hmm. And how many times have they been arrested? Yeah. they. It's definitely been a challenge with <laughs> them wanting to get arrested. Um, I've had to. I ended up, honestly, registering both of my dogs as emotional support dogs. Yeah. And because it became an issue of where I was, about places that, since I'm not a homeowner, it would be different if I was a homeowner. Right. And I can't say that's dishonest because I really do need my dogs. No, I, yeah. I completely think it's valid. Yeah. And I mean, but that is what motivated me because the breed is, um, what's the 
work for it. So much bad prejudice against yes. them. Uh, yeah. Discriminated and, against. Yeah. And I do want to say, like, when I was working on One Tree Hill in Wilmington, and Abby was in the back lot in the woods, and the Greensman brought her up to set. So she is a true rescue from the woods, and she was in really, really bad shape. And I know, you know, she had a slight aggression towards males, so I think that she was abused by a male, and she was probably out there for a week. So I took her home, and then I had to keep her because we fell in love so much. But everyone from set said, "Don't take her home; she's gonna kill you." Oh my god! And she was a puppy. She was like yeah. six months old. She's gonna old. go eat your face in her sleep or something. Yeah. How many human babies do you feed them in a week? About zero. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, thanks so much for chatting with us. It was really a pleasure. Thank you. All right, so tell us your name and tell us about your dog. Oh, my name is Candy Hearn, and this is Bosley. Bosley. What kind of dog is Bosley? Bosley's a Yorkshire Terrier. Super cute. Little boy? He's a little boy. Oh, hi, Bosley. Oh, Stella's very infatuated, I can tell. Yeah, he should be, because, you know, he is a little man about town. Oh, yeah? <laughs> he makes the rounds with the ladies? Oh, he tries. <laughs> now, do you, uh, do you take Bosley with you everywhere you go? Most places I go, yes. What's your favorite place to take Bosley? Well, he really enjoys doing this, going out and eating on patios. is his favorite thing. Yeah. Uh, he does like going to the boutiques and go shopping. Nice. And he's even, you know, and he gets in his little carrier and he goes just about in any store that we want to go to. So he lives a good life. He lives a very good life. He looks like it. He's got a beautiful little bow. <laughs> So, what's your favorite place to take Bosley? Uh, well, they closed the patio at my favorite restaurant. What was that? That was my favorite one was uh, Brookwood Grill in uh, Roswell. Okay. And they enclosed it. I got to make a meeting room. Uh, I enjoy that one uh, a lot. Um, oh, let's see. They have really great food, and it's not really a dog patio, but they allow you at Eclipse de Luna. Oh, nice. Good to know. And Yeah, and they're wonderful food. We like to go where the food is good, and another good place is uh, the Treehouse in Buckhead. Oh, yeah. Someone else mentioned that earlier, actually, ironically yes. enough. Yeah. yeah, that's a great place. Good food. Yeah, we like that one, and... I guess that's about it because we kind of gotten tired of some of the other places. Yeah, you go with what you know and what's comfortable. Well, yeah, and we've gotten kind of tired of some of the older places. Sure. So. I've, I've been at Treehouse a few times, but I haven't been with Stella yet, so I need to make it a point to take her there. Yeah. Now, if you, have you in, in all this travels with Bosley, have you learned any really valuable lessons you'd like to share with folks about taking their dogs places? Well... You know, I guess you have to treat them like they're children and, and respect other people. Now, I have two Yorkies. One is not like he is. He He's really laid back, so nobody could really have any problem with him. Right. Right. He's very chill. Yeah, he's very chill. He's so used to going places. <laughs> yeah. So he, I mean, he was... He was in a stroller, you know, at four months old, so oh. going out. Looks like he's had a pretty spoiled life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, if you could take him anywhere in the world, it doesn't matter how you get there or whatever, but just anywhere you want to go, where would you take him and why? Well, actually, we were supposed to leave for Paris, 
on April 30th. Oh, wow. And we had done everything. He was reserved on the plane. Uh, his spot, he had a reservation. I had a reservation. We had hotels. We had absolutely everything. And Delta, dear Delta, <laughs> when we asked about regulations, they told us a health certificate. Well, I used to show dogs and ship dogs years ago, and I knew what a health certificate was and had to be within 10 days. And my agent, who's a friend of mine, she called, we did a three-way on her agent line, and they said health certificate. So eight days before the flight, I went to get a health certificate and found out that he had to go to the USDA. What? So we were not able to go for 10 days in Paris. Oh, well, that's a bummer. <laughs> maybe next, maybe another time, Bosley. We 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 rebooked it, but so we don't know when. We we have rebooked it, but we were so looking forward to it. I mean, we had put so much into it. Boo, Delta. I know. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for chatting with us. It was a pleasure. You are so welcome. You guys have fun. Thank you. All right. So tell us your name and what you do. My name's Ellie. I work here at Tucker Brewing, but my full-time job is at Paws Atlanta. And you were hosting the dog-themed trivia tonight. I was. Was this your idea? Um, it's been mentioned in the past, but I got voluntold to do it tonight. <laughs> nice. Yes. Oh, you didn't even know till tonight that you were doing well, this? Well, I knew when the schedule was put out a couple weeks ago. But okay. Yes. So but. yes and no. <laughs> All right, nice. And so what do you do for Paul's? I'm an animal care specialist, so I take the dogs through their daily routine. I uh, make sure that everything for them is clean and the way it needs to be, and then make sure they're fed and medicated appropriately. I try to socialize them and help them get over some of their hurdles that they have if they're more shy or more anxious or some leash training, you know, just trying to make them as happy and adoptable as possible. So you meet a lot of dogs? Yes. Nice. I deal with at least 20 plus dogs a day. Wow. That sounds... I can imagine there's stressful parts of that, but also pretty awesome. Yes, I love it. I left my corporate job to go work at Paws. Oh, and been a thousand times happier, I imagine. Yes, yes. Good for you. Good, good. So I'm not. I'm gonna go ahead and then assume that you're a dog owner. So tell us about your dog. Yes, I have two dogs. I have a Great Dane. She just turned seven, and then Aww. I have uh, Amstaff, who turned six. Um, and our pity, he has kind of a complicated story. We found him running across the street, and the next day he was diagnosed with parvo, long story short. Oh. But he was in the hospital for a week, and now he is six years old and happy and derpy and cuddly as ever. <laughs> good. So. good, good, I love it. Now imagine with the, uh, you know, each dog has kind of their own challenge as far as taking them out and going places with them. Tell me about that Great Dane. Is that a bit of a challenge as far as taking taking it places? Oh no, she's my easy one. She gets a little stressed in the car, but yeah. she does really well in the car still. And then once we get where we're going, if it's just one-on-one, -on -one, me and her or my husband and her, she does fine. But if her brother is there, she feels like she needs to protect him and it causes some problems where she you know she barks at strangers or feels like she has to be big and bad when really she's a giant chicken sure she's a hundred pound scaredy cat <laughs> yep I, having a 60 pound pit bull i completely understand the dynamic there of a dog that looks large and terrifying 
Right. But absolutely is not. Right. She's afraid of balloons and mop buckets. Those are her top two inanimate objects she's afraid of. It's weird at home. So anything that I, I put in my hand is potentially scary for Stella. Like if yes. it's a mop, if it's the... Anything, or with a motor, like if it's a little handbag, uh-huh. she hates it. Even and we a have, tissue out of a box can oh, scare yeah. mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's just weirded out and runs the other side of the room. But we have um, a little uh, a French bulldog named Remy, and short for Remington, and uh, he's because he's very fancy. Yes. <laughs> and so whereas Stella might bark and then run away from the little handbag, He'll bark, and then I'll point it at him, thinking, like, he'll run away and leave me alone, and he attacks it. He comes after, like, he's going to do something to stop that thing. Right. My Dane is like Stella and would run away, or at least go lay on her bed and look scared. But then Krieger, my pit, he thinks it's a toy. He thinks it's a game. Whenever I'm vacuuming, if I'm using the hand tool, like, on the sofa or something, he keeps coming up to me, and he wants me to vacuum him, and then he'll run away, and then he'll come back. He wants me to do it again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They are so different. And you know, then, uh, the agony of pit bull hair. Yes. My cat is the worst out of shedding in the whole house. Oh, really? He puts out the most hair, and he is only 12 pounds. But does it stick in things like pit bull hair does? Cairo, my Dane, her hair is like needles, so it's the one that gets stuck in the fabric. Krieger, the pit, he doesn't shed that much, and it comes off pretty easy. Oh, nice. Yeah. Christy recently got, and it happened to me a couple weeks ago, have you ever had this happen where a hair stuck in your foot? No. Like a splinter? (laughs) No. It sounds like bullshit, but this is true story. I'm sure. Like, I had to literally dig a hair out of her foot like a splinter the other day. Yeah, I'm sure. I can imagine. So where's your favorite place to take your pups? Uh, To take mine, they like to go out and they like to walk and they both like water. So we live in Gresham Park and there's a nature trail not that far from us. So we'll walk the trail, but we have to stop in the creek on the way out and on the way back home. Have to. That's their favorite place and that's where they're happiest because there aren't there's not too much foot traffic. There aren't many other dogs, so it's where they're most comfortable. And where is this again? Gresham Park. It's in East Atlanta area. Okay. All right. I live kind of near Stone Mountain, so I guess probably not too far. We're inside the perimeter. Okay. Gotcha. All right. And so what what would you tell us, like any kind of tidbits of wisdom that you've learned in traveling with your dogs or things that you'd like to share with folks that you think people need to know? If you have larger dogs like I do, training from day one is essential. Yeah. Even though my dogs have anxiety for different reasons, whether it's nervous or excited anxiety, because one is 100 plus pounds, the other is 80 plus pounds, and one has a stigma of an aggressive breed. I worked very hard on making them be happy, well-balanced, and obedient. So... Because you got to fight that aggressive breed stigma. Right. I know, I mean, it becomes a thing. Yes, he's never had aggressive tendency. He's never bitten any human or animal, but... I know that that's what people expect. Right. So when we go out, they walk perfectly on a leash. And they, when we're in public, they greet people well. When we're at home, they get real excited. But we have to work on that kind of training more so than someone who owns like a golden retriever. Of course. Just because of Or a po- what, anything poodle or whatever. Right. Yeah. So I get it. And regardless of the dog, if it's going to be large... Or it has a lot of energy, especially you need to train from day one. You need to help your dog be well-rounded so that their life can be better. Yeah, and exposure. I think the, the more that they're exposed to, the less afraid they are, the less afraid they are, the less aggressive they might be. Right. And that's 
It's going to be better for everybody. And your dog doesn't have to go to the brewery and they don't have to do all of these things that people want, but they need to be happy enough where you can at least put them in the car or you can at least walk them or you can take them to a friend's house. Like Not every dog is a dog park dog, but that doesn't mean that they can't go with you places or they can't live a happy life. Amen to that. All right, final question. If you could take your dogs, regardless of how you get there, don't worry about it, they can teleport. <laughs> it's a magical situation. Mm -hmm. Where would you take them and why? Anywhere in the world. No specifics, but the beach. Like I mentioned earlier, both of my dogs love water, but I've yeah. never gotten to take them to a beach. So and a beach. Yes. And okay. hopefully one that has lots of room to run and Cairo, my Dane, likes off to leash. splash. <laughs> An off-leash yes. beach. Yes, likes to splash. Krieger loves to swim and he sinks, so he has to wear a life jacket. But an actual ocean beach. They've been to the lake. That's not as much fun as the ocean beach. Now, the important thing, the dogs know not to drink salt water? I don't know, but I would hope they're smart enough to stop. <laughs> it's just not, yeah. Yes. It's probably something that we should all figure out and be aware of. Right, hopefully. But yes, I definitely want to take my dogs to the beach. No specifics, but that's on their bucket list. Nice. Well, I hope it happens. Me too. All right, Ellie. Thank you for talking with us. Pleasure. Thank you. All right, that wraps it up for this episode of Have Dog, Will Travel. Brian, thank you very much for joining us. That was fun. Did you have a good time? Well, yeah. Did you learn some things? Yeah. Like what? <laughs> uh, the beer here is really good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man. They got a beautiful beer garden here, so bring your dog to Tucker Brewing Company and come check it out. Follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and all that is Have Dog, Will Travel podcast. And if you have any questions or comments about something you've heard in an episode and you would like to chime in and uh, chat with us, please feel free to do so. Brian, hopefully I'll have you back again as a, uh, as a host another time. You got it. All right. So remember, if you want to take your dog on a trip, but you're worried it could all unravel, just listen to us. Have Dog Will Travel. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.